my hero, you know, uh, 24% best customer ever, you know, so it's like, mm-hmm. all right, 50%. You know. I'm not giving you a blowjob. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I love it. I love it. 75%. I'm expecting a blowjob. <laughs> right. <laughs> Welcome to Bad Council, where Greg, Tim, Katie, and Bert freely give advice to their listeners' questions. Now, let's be clear. These four are in no way qualified to be giving any advice. So, take it or leave it. Consider that your disclaimer. Now, on with the show. Brian used to, or Bert used to torment that kid. Oh, that's not true. Um, well, no, because of the SATs. Oh, yeah, maybe. Yeah. The, uh, <laughs> maybe I did torture him. <laughs> torture. Wow, you He's, folded pretty quick there, Bert. That was... Uh, no, torture's a strong word. I was, no, I was such an you asshole. You used to irritate him. Yeah. Because Bert would... This kid's a, a physician now, and this kid... I mean, not that Bert didn't take his education seriously, but... This kid really was one of those. I'm taking. I've got a plan. I'm going to be a fucking doctor, even like in seventh grade, you know. And so we all yeah, rolled did. around and take our SATs. And I think that uh, Bert and I were like drinking and smoking pot all night at our friend Tim's <laughs> house, who lived across the street from Bert. And then we like rolled into the SATs. I took it one time. <laughs> I was I was one and done. I was like, all right, that's good enough to give you wherever I want to go. Right. And, and and Bert like scored like thirty more or forty more than pat and like you know it was just brutal to you know not it was hurtful to pat like dude whatever you you, you spent so much time preparing and i i beat you and then of course he'd be like oh there's no coming back from that Aww, <laughs> that's terrible yeah children let me yeah let me apologize in advance also i am tremendously high it's How my birthday it's yeah, your birthday and, happy yeah, birthday she took a I, trip I did a ketamine trip when we got back from, we drove back from Naples this after, well, like midday and I was, and I hadn't done my ketamine weekend trip. So I thought, well, it's my birthday. Um, and then I <laughs> forgot to bring, ironically, I forgot to bring the little cup that I usually spit out the oh. like remains of the ketamine. And so. Cause you swish it already, around. I swish around in my 10, mouth. 15 minutes and then you spit it out. I had already had it in my mouth for 15 minutes, so I was already like really fucking high when I had at the point Face when I realized there was no cup. And then, you know, the ketamine told me, the voices in my head said, it's your birthday. You should swallow. It's your birthday. Swallow. Um, so I did. And I said, <laughs> says, you know what? Mark says the same thing on yeah, his birthday. <laughs> I said, I encourage you <laughs> to listen to that voice <laughs> all night. I want you to, whenever you're faced with something, I want you to think about that voice and what it's telling you. To do. That, that voice has your best interest in mind. Yeah. In mind too. <laughs> <laughs> so after like an hour and 15 minutes, I hear from the other room, I hear, helper. <laughs> helper. And I was like, and I, I, I was like, well, did I just hear Katie say something? I peeked in. I was like, are you calling me? You're like, yes, I called helper. And I was like, I guess that's me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, helper. Yeah. 
<laughs> so what was the nature of the request then? What did you have to probably have her stand up and go walking. to the bathroom? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was, her feet was like, look how fat my feet are. They're like I had, elephant's feet. I got elephant feet. <laughs> <laughs> Getting older is no problem for you, Katie. That's no. uh, well. We actually had uh, we had someone leave a birthday message uh, for Aww. you. Wow. Aww. Hey, bad couple is your favorite superfan, Erica. <laughs> Yay! Happy birthday to and Katie. The happiest of birthdays. Aww. Okay, have an amazing day. Um, Tim, I really hope you enjoyed the picture I found. Um, uh -huh. your, uh, uh, um, I saw it. <laughs> and Katie, you know, your birthday fell on a Monday. I'm so sorry that happened. But I hope it sucked just a little less. All right. Talk to you all later. <laughs> you well, know why it sucked less? Because I took off work. <laughs> <laughs> right? Work trumps everything. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So, well, Erica really is a, one of our best fans. Now, yeah. now our other super fan, um, she flew us to Naples and paid for our weekend and, and she herself <laughs> flew down and did a photo shoot of Katie and I. So that was nice too. Uh, yeah, that was. Oh, <laughs> you know what, honey? You should put the photo that Erica sent uh, Tim for his birthday. You should put that on our Instagram. I will. I don't know what it is at this point, it's but I will. Of, uh, oh, it's a big whale dick photo. Whale yeah, that's dick, right. yeah. It yeah, is a whale dick. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's a different giant whale dick picture than the one that's already up there? She found one of Tim's great uncle holding a whale dick. Yes, yeah. Some, somehow now my family got into it. I, I don't know. I, this, this has gotten out of hand. This is how things get crazy, right? Is this yeah, like it some is. Boston, like, man of the sea whale hunter kind of thing? Yes. Like, yeah. No. But I, but I did. Tim's I did last grow. name is Melville. Didn't I ever tell you that? Yes, yes. Uh, just call uh, me Starbuck. Uh, so mm. the, uh, the, I grew up not too far from... Uh, Fall River, uh, which is mm. which is the was Borden. the whaling center of the world. That is true, and I've been to whaling museums there. But that is not why I knew the information about the whale day. Tim was Fall River also where uh, Lizzie Borden and her family live. Oh, yes, all the, mm -hmm. yeah, the wax right. with the there was a lot of money there. It was like whale whale oil was like mm -hmm. oil before yeah. oil was oil, right? It was just uh, it's uh, yeah. Actually, to this day. Uh, uh, there are. It's the highest concentration of Portuguese immigrants in the mm. in the world outside wow. of Portugal. Yeah, oh, wow. uh, because they would they were expert whalers. Anyway, uh, we started off great. Uh, you know, Katie was talking about swallowing, and we were wishing happy birthdays. And now we're talking about the uh, you know mm. population of Fall River, which is uh, it's a dump <laughs> of a town now. So it's just it's sad. You know, it's, it's really sad. How was your birthday, Tim? It was great. It was great. Mm. Mine was on the weekend though, so I had like double whammy. Nice so Friday mm -hmm. birthday and then a uh, nice weekend. So thank you. Nice. It was good. Awesome. Tammy took me to a baseball game. It was good. Oh, that's good. Aww, oh, that was the fun. baseball pick. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah, was your yeah, birthday. Yeah. Good. Very Happy nice. Birthday. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. well, Happy she birthday. sweet talked the usher to getting us <laughs> to the point where we could literally hear the batters talking to the umpire and the catcher, and mm. you could like it was we were. It was, we weren't on the field, but we were pretty close. Yeah. So that was fun. I don't know if I've ever sat that close. I mean, I've had great seats. It's not hard to get good seats for the Pirates, but I don't know if I've ever been like first row like that, you know? I Well, at PNC Park, I 
was behind home plate, but I was on the the second level, the two oh, yeah. level that comes out, mm-hmm. which which was it's a fantastic. great place. Yeah, it is. Yeah, but I want to say you sent a picture of you and Bert years ago, um, and you guys were not too far behind home plate. I was. was it, we was went that, to I, we went to a birth a, a ball game actually in the day of my mother's funeral. You know. Oh we, uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Maybe yeah. that was it. Bert, Bert took me it, to yeah. see the Pirates that day. Yeah, it was fun. Nice distraction. I, yeah. One time I went with my, my son and my dad and I was, it was one of those things where we thought we'd just show up and get tickets. And for whatever reason the, there was the, the, it was, I forget what the hell was going on, but we got, we ended up getting tickets right behind home plate, like mm. right where like all the sports writers sat, you know, and that was, that's pretty damn cool, man. Like you could actually see, like uh, you could actually understand like how, like the ump was like what his proclivities for calling balls and strikes were, you know, yeah, it, was, yeah. it was pretty interesting. Right. But I like uh, how you say for whatever reason, as if it was some um, unforeseen <laughs> twist of good fortune. No, they, those seats were just available because nobody were, else yeah, was right. at the game that day. You know? <laughs> no, it was actually for $10 the reason why to, and you get a hot reason, dog. The reason why I had to get them is because the, the event the, for, uh, you know, which is not typical is there was a, a ton of tickets sold that day. Oh, so was like, and, and well, you had to get the expensive seats. Yeah. So I had to get expensive t- seats. So, which is definitely atypical for Pirates. That's a, yeah, that's a cruel irony. That's it's so, because that's such a beautiful stadium. PNC it Park is, yeah. is beautiful. Really is. Everything about it. The skyline behind it. And just the seats. There's not a bad seat in the house. The angles are all good. The yeah, it's food, a great place. the bathrooms, everything. That's such a great. And I was fucking... The, the the Tropicana Field is such a piece of shit. Is it? It's it pretty is new, though, right? Ju- no, no, oh, no, okay. no. It's it's probably forty years old. It's like a mm. circus tent. Uh, we actually had a pop fly that was called a foul because it hit the roof. No, oh, nice. Just, yeah, it was. It was just. It was. It's gross. It's just they try to paint it like put <laughs> lipstick on a pig, but it's it's horrible. Yeah, the look of your visceral look of disgust on your face is, uh, is <laughs> exactly. Telling. Well, this is a multi-billion-dollar industry, right? Like, you know, yeah. you know, you gotta pay. Now, the tickets weren't that expensive, so I guess they're mm. not charging a lot. But I'm just used to look nicer accommodations. Fenway, yeah, champagne problems. The, the sweet, uh, sweet people populating Fenway stand. <laughs> now there are, there are <laughs> shitty seats in Fenway yeah. for sure. Uh, they've that's probably another place they really the shitty fans. Okay. What? <laughs> they're the, they're, they have a reputation for being terrible fans you yeah. you know that we've discussed that in the past you, you'd like you. to pretend like it doesn't exist but like mean fans terrible yeah. people yeah. i'm sure any franchise anywhere except every the, franchise has except the arizona fans. coyotes you probably have terrible yeah. fans and it's just because the arizona coyotes don't have fans mm-hmm. so that's why they can't be terrible <laughs> So, happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday <laughs> to, to us. you. Happy birthday to you, me. Happy birthday to us. Nice. Yay. <clears throat> Maybe. But you know what the weird thing is? If you're into astrology, Katie and I were both born on the cusp. So, I'm actually mm. Taurus and Gemini, which is actually oh, wow. two signs. So, we're like three signs. And Katie is like Gemini and Taurus. So, she's like three signs. So, we're really, we've got multiple personalities. Yeah, watch out. <laughs> What's your primary sign, Tim? You're a Gemini primarily? He's a, no, no Tor- he's a Taurus. Tor- 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 and I'm Gemini. Yeah. Ah, born on the right, cusp. Right, right. We were born on the cusp. Yeah, I'm a cusper myself. Yeah. But, I, you know, it sounds like you had a great birthday, but uh, uh, Tammy didn't swallow. So, mm. you know, my birthday no, was... No, Tammy did know. swallow. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry, sorry, Kate. I fucked up. Sorry, Kate. <laughs> 
Fuck. Yeah. That. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. That's all uh, right. I have no knowledge of what happened with Tammy. Sorry. Yeah. So, so Bert, Bert wanted all of Bad Council Podcast Planet to know that Bert was first on the call. Like he was early. He Ooh. was even finishing up his dinner. Uh, wow. To get here on time, so all this diva stuff, I, I really need to take him mm. back because he was he was hustling, hustling to make. Well, it. to be fair though, so it is Katie's week? birthday, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I'm usually stuff, first. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think this that was mostly luck. I think the diva the diva stuff is mostly deserved. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, you definitely have the most theme songs for any host on the show for sure. Mm-hmm. That's we've done several of them already. But welcome, Bad Council Podcast Planet, uh, because if you listen to this show, you are definitely way cooler than everyone who doesn't listen to this show, and you know it. So good on you for listening to this show. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. So uh, now I, we, we always talk about uh, ballparks and birthdays and horrible fans. Well, what I really want to know about is I want to know about Bert's pissing story. Oh yeah, the urinal well, story. Yes. Well, okay. It's actually it's actually a male like uh, it's actually a male dominance hierarchy observation, mm. right? Oh, so, okay. Okay, and maybe Katie, you can. Then we're well established betas, you know. Well, I, are you? I don't know. No, but so, don't okay. Know. Let's see. Two guys I'm, walking. Uh, to, right, I here's, already here's learned this. way more about urinals than I ever thought I would. <laughs> so, two, so this actually happened to me on on Sunday, yesterday, right? Was mm-hmm. it yesterday? Yeah, yesterday, right? So. Walk into a urinal at a bar, back in the, walk into a bar and into a bathroom, right? Two right. of us walked in at the exact same time. There's two urinals. You're standing right next to each other with another dude, right? Mm. And there's a little, there's a tiny little, like, there's a tiny little divider there, right? So you don't have to look at each other's junk directly, right? right. But you're like, but you're like two inches away from the dude you're standing next to, maybe five tops, right? Mm. And you Hate both that. whip it out, right? So <laughs> there's definitely an alpha male. There's definitely a dominance thing that goes on with who can piss first in that scenario, right? Really? Like, okay. Oh, yeah. You don't think so? Like if you're sitting next to another guy, like because you're both a little piss bit like- first. Uh, yeah, yeah I never piss. thought about that. So does that indicate that you're more confident? You're, you're less- Right. You have uh, less stage fright, as it were? Yeah, you're more confident. You're like relaxed. You're comfortable in your skin. You're just, mm. just going to whip it out and piss, right? Like, Better flow. Uh, yeah, like uh, maybe there's all kind of there's, but there's definitely a yeah. You can, I mean, I guess there's. Do, a do you close your eyes and try to like attune your ears to like? Okay, <laughs> no, I, I'm gonna know when my flow starts, but I need to really well, no. listen. But that's part of the thing too. Like you're getting mm-hmm. all that feedback, and once you get that in your brain, right? Like mm-hmm. that's that becomes a detriment to you being able to piss. And then if you don't piss first, then you're the freaking you're the cuck beta. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> but, but isn't there something to be said psych- though? You've for pissing longest, you, you know oh, what I mean. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So even if you're done yeah. pissing, just stay there. Like I did in Knoxville because I was so high, I couldn't tell if I was done pissing. <laughs> so I just, I was like, hey, I'm just gonna well, wait an yeah. extra thirty seconds. I mean, and I'm sure the guys behind me were like, "Holy shit, this guy's got a <laughs> bladder of a god." You know, it's it's huge. And you're always concerned about need. stream strength, stream strength. Yeah, you know, stream strength. Yeah, that's yes. important. <laughs> Oh, yes. Wouldn't it be funny? Wouldn't it be funny to rig up some device that like would allow you to piss like a fire hose, like for like <laughs> like three minutes, right? So like yeah. just, everybody could hear it. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was at the the pool this weekend at uh, where we stayed in Naples, and I went in the pool bathroom, and it was one of those single serve bathrooms, and there was a 
a kid who kind of like a, looked like a young 20 year old who walked up behind me as I was walking to the men's room. And I must have been so high. I don't know. I was holding a lot of urine. Like I, uh, I really went for a long time to the point where I was becoming self-conscious of the fact like this poor kid, he's going to be waiting. And then I was like, well, I better wash my hands. You know? and then I, but then I got out there and he was gone. I suspected he went into the women's room. Oh, no. Yeah. Maybe. It's quite a scene, though. Do yeah, men have it. shy? Do men have shy bladders? Is that like only a girl thing, or is that a guy thing too? Yeah, we have shy bladders. I mean, you, you girls all have privacy. We're standing shoulder to shoulder with strangers, like loaded into the gate, like the Preakness stakes. You know what I mean? Right. It, 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 you know, you're these strangers all around you. Yeah, I got a shy bladder. You know? I, there, might, there may or may not be a divider, right? Where you like yeah. you stand like, like yeah, that for like, sure. I don't understand the no divider thing. I don't. Oh, well, no, I mean, fuck dividers. What about? I mean, Penn State, the Beaver Stadium still has troughs, dude. Yeah, well, the trough yeah. thing is different. Like the, we, I mean, we talked about that earlier, but like because yeah. everybody's drunk at that point so it doesn't even matter but like you're it sober and there, there's also i mean i i gave so the the scenario i described is a very basic scenario where there's only two urinals right so mm-hmm. there's a whole psychology around okay if there's like five or six urinals which urinal do you pick right when there's like two people there three people there you know you gotta yeah. have space in between yeah do you do you do you have do you leave the your you do you go piss on the end <laughs> on purpose so that somebody because you you know the next guy doesn't want to stand next to you, mm-hmm. so you you leave it open so that he has the opportunity not to stand next to you, yeah. or maybe the big guy. Right, or is that is, you deferring to him, or is that you being a, an alpha? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, what's the way to really think about? It? Or if you go piss right next to somebody, does that make you the alpha, right? Or does yeah. that make, make you an asshole, right? Yeah, both. I'd probably. be an asshole. Which, which, maybe both, right? I yeah. did have a guy. I was at the game, uh, so there was there was like ten urinals, right? So. I went to, it was probably to the left of center, right? And there was a guy all the way to the end. And then someone came and stood right next to me when there was open urinals. Like yeah. that, I didn't oh, understand. No, that's, so a, I that's a hell you're, of a move. You're getting yeah. hit on at that point. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> uh, it's good to know I still got it in my 50s. But yeah, yeah. Uh, you got that salt and pepper hair. You're like a silver fox, dude. That's silver right. fox. That's right. That's right. Yeah, Super yeah. sexy. I'll take Super it. Sexy. I'll take it. Um, uh, I love when you guys are high. So the... Um, yeah, no, but that was weird. I mean, there was no, he didn't talk or anything. It was no, there was no, but I, it was uncomfortable. Like, come on, man. Like, you're supposed to fucking know. Like, you keep he your own between. You're speaking in love language, bro. Now, you guys haven't broached it, but what about situations where there's a child's urinal? You, you know what I mean? Like, the oh. Katie, are you aware of this? They hang some urinals. They usually have one urinal, uh, I don't know, is it 12 inches lower than the other urinals for? for children you know what i mean and of course you don't just they're not reserved for children so at some point you got to use them you know what i mean yeah i try to avoid those that kid needs to learn how to fucking wait i try to i try to uh avoid those though because you get a lot of splash you know what i'm saying you can yeah you can get a lot of splash right yeah that's like that's never good oh man those the the last school that i ran had a uh your all the urinals I, I, there's nothing I could do. I tried different positions and aiming off slightly off center. I used to get so much splash back. It was terrible. Why were you using them? Urinals? Because I had a urinate. No, the little the little ones. Why? Oh, no, it's, no, no, no my school one. wasn't. There wasn't a little one in my school. It was just, you know, no, <laughs> okay. no, they just, no, the, 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 the standard, <laughs> no, the standard urinal had a lot of splash back. Okay. There were no child urinals in my school. I got very confused. Poorly designed urinals, for sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dude. 
there's oh, there's old urinals from the turn of the cent like the turn of the last century, like from mm -hmm. like the like the nineteen tens, nineteen twenties. They're like these big porcelain edifices with like just like a copper pipe but through the top with mm -hmm. holes poking it. Those are fucking awesome. Yeah, they are. <laughs> yeah, you cannot fuck up at all. Like you just fucking piss wherever it's like you're gonna be all right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, so we were, I was talking about how, what bastards young boys are mm -hmm. uh, just by their very nature. Did I talk about, well, I seem to remember on the last pod, this is probably getting high because I fucking don't remember what the hell I talked about when I didn't. I remember. When we were in junior high, we had at the, uh, this is at the- um, Scott Avenue? Scott Avenue building, right? They had steam heat in that building. So they had a bunch of- <laughs> Okay. Um, they had a bunch of- uh, radiators with still were but they were steam right so they were really hot right and we the kids used to go in there and piss, piss on. on the urinals right oh, oh, actually be piss on, on the, the freaking oh. radiators and it smelled oh, that fucking so those bathrooms every boys room in that bath in that, oh. in that that school smelled like fucking boiled urine it was like a prison <laughs> that, that school was like a prison like they were that's the school where they removed the stall doors yeah. too you know? Oh my God! Talk you about really? a shy bladder. I'm, you know, it's 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 like tantamount to a prison situation where I'm supposed to like drop trowel and take a shit when my classmates could be sauntering in there and walk by oh. me while I'm sitting there taking a dump. Please, <laughs> you know, I, I I developed a bladder infection that year from holding it. You know, what I mean? <laughs> I, I'd go to the school nurse and have them call my mom to take me home. To take a dump sometimes. You know? <laughs> it's terrible. There was oh, a dorm man. when I went to, I, I spent a semester at University of Maryland that had no stalls. It just had the mm. toilets. So you literally. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah. Jeez. Oh, yeah, Sounds like a military academy. <laughs> so yeah, like it's right out of full metal jacket, you know? Yeah, but it was uncomfortable for like the first dump. And then after that, mm. you were just like, it didn't matter. We got to dump, oh, you got to dump. You're going to do it dump. eventually, right? Yeah, man, yeah. I don't know if I could ever get comfortable with that. I was just <laughs> explaining to Katie my whole uh, process of getting, uh, you know, uh, 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 comfortable at a public pool. It's a whole ordeal no for me. There's like all these rituals that I have. You know, getting shirtless <laughs> at a public pool for the first time at that pool in that day. Yes. You know, it's, I mean, it's, it's nerve wracking for me. I feel like I'm, you know, backstage at Broadway before the curtain's about to go up. <laughs> On the on opening night, and it's like, okay, okay. I hope you remember your lines. All eyes are going to be on you, you know. And, and you know, you pop that shirt off and you try to walk as confidently as possible to the pool, but you know, people are like, oh my god, look at that guy. You know, coming back out of the pool, it's better because you you know they've already looked at you and classified you appropriately as distasteful oh to look at. You know? Do you really think he that? I do. I sit there and I think that, and he I also look for. I look for compatriots. So there was a guy there. Who clearly, <laughs> this, this guy was. I, I can almost say for sure he was from Ohio. Don't ask me how I know, that, but he just looked like an Ohioan, and uh, and he's he's cruising. This Katie and I, you know, the routine. You sit there. We we ordered lunch. We'd have a drink. I'd sit there with my shirt on getting a sense of things, you know, and, and this guy <laughs> oh, was man. walking around and, and he had a shirt on and I'm thinking to myself, come on, dude, take your shirt off, take it off, dude. <laughs> and then, you know, right as we were finishing lunch, I caught a glimpse of him shirtless and I was like, oh yes. Cause he's like, you know, he's lowering the mean, you know, he's lowering the, uh, this, the, the bar there as it were. And then I was like, all right, now things are getting better. Cause that guy's 
pastier and, and less in shape than me. And he was balding. What a break, you know? Ah, there you go. There and you so go. I was like, all right, good. This I'm not the worst. What a break. And then, and <laughs> then uh, I also expressed a great deal of gratitude to then there was a guy. It was really a good day. Then there was a guy who went into the pool with his shirt on. And I was like, oh, yes, that's been normalized now, you know? So I had that as an option, although I ultimately did choose to go shirtless, you know? Oh, my gosh. Man, oh, wow. man. When, he, when he explained this process to me and he started pointing out these other men, let me just say, I hadn't noticed any of this. Mm-hmm. I told him, nobody's noticing any of this <laughs> but him. Oh, I, well, they're <laughs> noticing. He's <laughs> analyzing yeah, the I, whole pool area. Yeah. And then, then we got back from the, from the lazy river <laughs> and we were pretty high. I mean, yeah, pretty high. And so I was trying to put my shirt back on. And it was inside out, and I couldn't seem to distinguish the bottom of it from the neck, from the arms. Like, it was a real issue. And, like, Katie saw me standing there struggling, struggling, you know. And, it, and, and, I, and then I finally got it on. I sat down, and I, I looked at her, and I said, that felt like a long time to me, was it? And she was like, like yeah, minutes. it kind of was a long time. And I was like, remember that story of me getting shirtless at that pizzeria? You know, by accident. Yeah. I said, this is reminiscent of how long I felt that it took me to get my shirt back on at that pizzeria, which was a long time. Yeah. Oh, my God. In a pizzeria, that would have been awful. Oh, oh, it was. At the pool, not so bad. All those young daters. Oh, the the the, the sadness in their eyes and they averted their looks for me. Thank God. <laughs> Oh, they, they for the first for the for many of them for the first time coming to grips with their own mortality. You know what I mean? Look, oh, come on. So. Well, I, I will say I've always looked at guys that that, uh, you know, are probably not in the best of shape. Yeah. That have just Tread like, carefully. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm not talking about you. I didn't know that you went through that. I'm just okay. talking about these guys that that it just. They seem completely comfortable with it. Like it's mm. no problem. Like they're, they're like it almost gives them confidence. Like for some, you know, to to have that. Uh, Fuck it. Yeah. That right. Exactly. So I've always always been amazed at that. See, I mean, I was once. I I don't know what those fellows' situations are, but I was once <laughs> physically fit. I mean, above yeah. average in fitness. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And that's uh, all gone, and that's not an easy loss to make uh, peace with. I guess. Get in shape, you say. I know that's what you're thinking, Bert, but it's no. not so easy. No, man. When you serious. have air-conditioned bed. I was just going to say, <laughs> stop making been. your room so fucking yeah. delicious yeah. to live in, right? Like, Kate, Katie and I were debating, you know, are we going to do more of these weekend trips or should we just stay home? Because we took our Roku with us on this vacation. Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I was sitting there in bed all weekend thinking, these pillows are terrible. You know, there's no, there's no air conditioning in this bed, you know? <laughs> and so I was thinking to myself, like, we, we don't, like... We need to leave town on weekends because otherwise, you know, any activity, any singular activity that we could do, a movie, a ball game, you know, any of the normal things that you, uh, Bert and Tim and their wives do, you know, I'm comparing that to the option of lying in my air conditioned bed, getting high and watching movies and sports on a giant screen. You know what I mean? I bar to clear. You know, you know so what's I have to leave the county. You know, that wise was like, yeah, I guess I'll go to dinner because there's no remember, fucking air conditioning in this remember bed. Remember the grandparents in Willy Wonka? We're yes. turning into Grandpa right. Joe and Grandma yeah. Josephine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But ultimately, they were the heroes, though, right? Exactly. I, yeah, I guess yes. so. Thank you, Bird. Thank you. Yes. Yes. 
they were the protagonists of that little uh, that mm-hmm. little adventure. <laughs> oh man, that movie fucked me up when I was a kid. It scared the ever really. Yes. Seriously? <laughs> yes. More, more than like the shining. What part? What part? Scared uh, you? Well, I wasn't watching The Shining when I was seven, Bert. Like, why not? <laughs> I mean, yeah. the, the Shining. You didn't grow up, up in Shaler, Bert. <laughs> <laughs> why not? <laughs> no, I mean, The Shining did mess me. Like, that movie was The Shining was phenomenal. I I read the book, then saw the movie. Um, and then were we just talking about this? And then uh, yeah, it was, it was, yeah, we were talking. Yeah, it was Room two three seven. The yeah, documentary. I that, uh, yeah, yeah two, I sent that picture. I said that picture of uh, my hotel your hotel room. room. Yeah, that did. Right? I'm gonna put that up. Yes. That does look like a lot of the shining. Like fucking right out of the shine. It, it did. Right. It really did. Our hall where we live sometimes reminds me of the shine yeah. a little bit. Dude, yeah. I remember. I remember reading Stephen King novels when I was a kid. I had a paper route at like like ten, right? And uh, I remember being like it was the morning paper, and I remember being too fucking scared. Some like I <laughs> screw myself up to, to like mm-hmm. walk my paper route in the dark in the morning. You know, of course, I was like so Greg, fucking scared. Greg knows I can't walk over grates like sewer grates and stuff because I read it as a kid, and um, I cannot walk over. I mean, like. It, Knoxville just happens to be a city with like a lot of those grates. I guess you know they have like <laughs> like loading awful. zones underneath the the street level. In in Katie, I mean it was it was you know Knoxville's a fairly busy little downtown area, and Katie was making wild like pathways around these grates <laughs> onto the street, you know, and like like leaping you know uh, around people to avoid stepping on these you know like the New York City style grates that are like you know. Uh, half a block long. Yeah, I used to be in Manhattan every month, and I'm telling you, that was like the worst week every month because I would have to like navigate the streets, oh <laughs> and I I must have looked like a mental patient, <laughs> skittering left, right, left, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Looks like a nun. Walks like a nun. You know, I don't know. It's, uh... <laughs> I mean, that was fucking Stephen King's <laughs> gift, though, man. He was able to take, yeah, like, all those, like, little sure. things that, that kind of scare, like, wig everybody out and just play on that shit, right? And yeah. uh, it was great. And just fucking- you could say Mr. Man, and it'll just send shivers. Uh, <laughs> like, uh, little things. Ugh. Yeah, but he, he, uh, he did not like the movie version of The Shining, Stephen King. Oh, really? Yeah. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah. Yep, hated it. Uh, so that was uh, fascinating. But it, w- when I was a kid, you talk about walking around the grates. Um, we used to, when we'd go by a cemetery, did you ever have to hold your breath? Did you ever do that? We held yeah. our breath in tunnels. In tunnels, yeah. yeah. Like tunnels. Always tunnel, held our breath we in tunnels, breath, yeah. 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 Just as kind of a, a contest, but why not? Why, Tim? Because <laughs> you can't uh, inhale the essence of a ghost or a spirit. I, I don't know. I never really kind of like a asked. sneeze. This uh, the same same like theoretical concepts of a sneeze where you have to say God bless you because you 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 shot your soul out and when you uh, inhale back you're going to potentially uh, and suck up some demons. Crazy family superstition. Mm. You'd have to raise your feet up uh, when you go over the railroad tracks. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was. Oh, fun. okay, that one. Okay, so yeah, we did go. that. Yeah, but didn't hold your breath going past the cemetery. No, Mm-mm. no. I tried doing it the other day. I was like, this sucks. Like, this sucks. This yeah. cemetery is way too big. N- none of it was <laughs> frightening, though, for me, like driving around with my dad. You know, I was more hyper focused on his level of intoxication. <laughs> right. you, you know, in my, in my eight year old or 10 year old or 11 year old assessment of his ability to, to navigate us, you know, family of, you know, eight home safely in the station wagon while in- highly intoxicated. <laughs> You know. <laughs> so I, I do have a question for you, though, as, since cemeteries came up. 
uh, and I know I brought it up, but I have a question for all of you. And Bert, you're a scientist, so you can maybe help me with this. Oh, yeah. So th- there are hundreds of millions of people in this country, right? Mm-hmm. And every day there's people that are born and there's people that die, right? Mm-hmm. Like thousands, tens I'm of with thousands, you. right? You track it, okay? No. Take don't your you word think, for you on the numbers. I don't know. There's tens of thousands. <laughs> well, think about it, right? I mean, just possibly. Like, I don't know. Yeah, like okay. 60 million people, right? Yeah, yeah. just yeah. in the United okay. States, right? Well, Katie, how many people die a day in the U.S.? But anyway, keep going with your story. All right, there you go. All right, that's good. We forgot. Katie's all pissed off. She's like, look at my this fucking Very dick ass. Me and look this shit up. <laughs> on my birthday. <laughs> when am right? I on my bed? When I'm on fucking Very ketamine? High. Fuck you. Just swallow, Katie. Just swallow. How do you know? Very Just high. swallow. Just swallow. Uh, Greg's always playing the long game. He is. Swallow man. my directions, honey. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you sick bastard. Um, Don't you think there there simply aren't enough cemeteries? Like, shouldn't there be more dead people? It's a lot of people get cremated. Mm. Yeah, I just fuck, I mean, well, what was cre- I mean, cremation wasn't like a big thing. Like, maybe there's an now. average an average of seventy seven hundred deaths each. Oh, okay, so it's not Wait, tens of no seventy seven hundred deaths a day. Seven thousand seven hundred and eight deaths occur each day in the U.S. Is the average in New York City or, or no, the U.S. No, in the, the U.S. US. <laughs> New York City <laughs> at Shea Stadium? I mean, at oh, Veterans oh, Stadium okay, so in that's, Philly. <laughs> that's two point eight million people a year. I guess that's, that's yeah. Well, that was more. Than that's I a lot. Yeah. So but yeah, I see your point. Um, the 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 cemetery where my parents were buried, uh, that was there. You know, I drove past that thing all my whole life. Right. And somehow, yet there was plenty of room for my parents. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All the Hoovises are in a mausoleum. Oh, nice. <laughs> are you going nice. to be in one, too? I don't know, man. I haven't planned that. I'm getting uh, cremated. Me, too. Are you? Yeah. I, I, Carly, I already told her I, I want my... Um, I have a whole long list. Obviously, I've told you guys my list of things that Katie has to do after I die. <laughs> and, uh, you know, um, I actually just bought a little miniature urn. For my, my, my dogs, we're, we're cleaning because my uh, siblings, some of my siblings are coming to stay with us this weekend. So I have my, I've had Cooper's ashes in a, a little wooden box on my dresser. And we're trying to, you know, declutter a little bit. So I bought a tiny little urn <coughs> off of Amazon and it arrived the other day and I was showing it to Katie. And I was like, you know what? When I die, you should divide my ashes into 12 equal allotments. <laughs> And then, you know, set some parameters for my friends and family to compete to see who gets one of the 12 allotments of Greg's ashes. Yeah. And of course, I told Carly, you know, you know, Bert, how they do like the uh, kids run the bases on Sundays at, at PNC Park with the Pirates. Yeah. Or they have sometimes they have five K's that they, you know, part of the, of the finish line is in the outfield or whatever. Is I told Carly I want her to take some of my ashes and and go to some event that gets you on the field at PNC Park and <laughs> and and pour my ashes like you know uh, between like first and second base something like that. that, uh, that you should oh, that's nice. You should you should get her like a way. You should put a prize of like some. You should get your lawyer mm-hmm. to give her a prize of what in order to get her inheritance. She's got to find a <laughs> oh, way. Yeah. To, to, do, get to do it, that to get part of your ashes into Bob Nutting's beer. <laughs> Before he tricks it. Yeah. No, so, so, he, so he's been shitting on. He's the owner of the pirates. He's a shithead yeah. owner of the pirates. So he's oh. been shitting on me for all these low these many years. Now, now we want him to shit me. You oh, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
clean them out, Greg. Clean yeah. them out. But, you know, you guys being my co-host on the podcast, I'd say you probably have an inside track on one of the 12 vials of Greg's ashes. I think it should just be a raffle. <laughs> okay. You could, you could probably cure cancer with the money that would be raised. <laughs> a raffle. How much for a ticket? Two bucks? All right. Yeah, go ahead. Put me in. Uh, your 401k. That's the price of the tickets. Right, right. Oh, Greg. Yes. Yes. Oh, my God. Wow. Right. So what's your theory, well, Tim, with all these bodies not I, getting properly disposed of? I don't you I mean, come on, don't you wonder where all the bodies are? Like literally what's happening to the bodies? Hmm. They're burning them. They have to be cremated. They're burning. There's plenty we, of room. We got a lot, yeah, we got a lot of space in this country, you know. We got I'm a lot sure, of space like, pol- in this country. Like poltergeists, they're just bulldozing over old cemeteries and building neighborhoods and making new cemeteries, you know. <laughs> that could be They move the headstones sure. but not the bodies. <laughs> <Right. Yeah. laughs> That could be true. However, mm-hmm. right? Don't that you movie think, scared me. Like, think about it. Have you seen any uh, cemetery? New cemeteries open in 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 Boca, right? I mean, no, but I've seen a lot of new condos. Right, but how? I mean, honestly, okay, seventy seven hundred people die every day in the United States. At least sixty five hundred have to die from South Florida, right? Like in Boca, there's yeah. a lot of old people, right? Exactly. Yeah, there are. Yeah. Where are the bodies? We're sitting on them. They well, sent them all back to New Jersey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, probably a lot of them are just rotting in their condos. You know, their, oh, their kids God. are like, hey, man, it's great. Dad hasn't called to bug me in like six fucking months. <laughs> I don't know what I did to piss him off, but I'm not complaining. You know? Yeah, okay. So my a buddy of mine, from co- one of my best friends from college, right? After college, his, his uncle owned a funeral home up in Kittery, Maine, right? Mm. And uh, he got a job working at his funeral home, right? And uh, He's got some stories, man. Like, so when, when they know that somebody's dead, right. And they know, I mean, they're just, there's no, you know, they got to just got to go get them and do a removal. They just call it a funeral home. Right. Hmm. And, uh, and this guy has all these stories of like these horrible, like, you know, it's up in Maine, you know, so, hmm. so hey, easy, now. like easy. Well, no, but like in <laughs> every, kidding. every April they'll get some call. He's had to do multiple removals where like somewhere oh. out in the boonies, like somebody he's been there all grand- winter. Whoa. Yeah, grandpa freaked out and gr- grandma freaked out and grandpa sometime in January shot him with the shotgun and then, you know, turned turn on herself and they've got to go get the bodies <laughs> and, oh, and in, in after they've been rotting for three months. Right. And it's uh, just like there's and, a documentary uh, on that. I think yeah, it's like it's, called Dream of a Life where they there was somebody some woman in an apartment in Manhattan, you know, whose rent was on auto pay. You know, was automatically deducted from her bank account, was dead in her apartment for like they estimate three years before anyone found her. And her TV was on like their TV was on the whole time. You know, that's terrible. It is sad. It really is. Oh, so that's Mm. awful. Do you guys believe in ghosts? No, mm, I, I well, I'll put it this way. It's, it's like a lot of things. I believe, you know, I, I can't say that it's impossible. I can say that I'm open minded to it, but I've never seen any compelling evidence of it. Although I'd like to, although <laughs> yeah, I did he- say this weekend in Naples, do you guys, you know, they always talk about if you're in the presence of a spirit, like you get a, like the room temperature drops dramatically in the proximity of that spirit or whatever. I felt like I had a like a really cold 
movement of air like right through me one night in the yeah. in the little condo we were in in Naples. Um, and I was like, oh, maybe that was a ghost. I'd love to see a ghost personally. Yeah. He, he wants that more than anything. We're going to have to go stay in like a haunted hotel. Mm-hmm. Really? We did, like in yeah. Gettysburg or something, Bert, you know? Yeah. yeah. And although a- I'm not like, I don't believe in them, I don't want like a Ouija board in the house because that, <laughs> you know, like all the movies. She gets so like, mad at me when I reference a Ouija board. Starts. Or sometimes I say, I welcome all demonic uh, possessions up, to up, attack me. <laughs> <laughs> Never works. Never works. Shut up. <laughs> Do you believe, Tim? No, no, I don't. But it is. Uh, it, it just. I was listening to some old Art Bell episodes, and they had some. Ooh, yeah. They had some ghost chasers, and they were talking about getting pictures of it. And uh, did you? Uh, you remember? Did you ever hear that guy, the Amazing Randy, who was like? Uh, there's, there's a documentary. <laughs> yeah, that, that, of yeah. It. His name is familiar. Is he a men- like a mentalist or something? Yeah, he was like a mentalist, right? Mm. Uh, and he was a mentalist magician. Uh, you know the. Um, he was really good. He he was he but he would debunk people like who did you know like faith healers and shit like that and like like Edgar really, Casey. I'm not sure the dude's name. I, I watched well, this, Edgar I watched Casey this. was like this remote healer in like the I think the 30s and 40s who he would this like is, lie in his bed and people would come and describe illnesses of family members and he would supposedly travel mentally to their bedside and cure them remote viewing right that's what that's called remote yeah but this guy so the amazing randy (laughs) randy he was on johnny carson all the time right back and um there was this there was this you know this faith healer that he would you know that he um it was pretty great right so this guy this faith healer was like one of these guys that you'd filled out an information card on yourself right as as part of you as part of the event you show up to and it's one of these things where like he's got thousands of people in the audience he calls someone up Mm. randomly He's got an earpiece in and his wife is like telling who's is, is reading the car- cards and saying, oh, yeah, this person's from, you know, Peoria, Illinois and their diseases. They have, you know, whatever. I don't know. Fucking uh, toenail. Fungus, Gals. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Something like that. Right. <laughs> and a guy would come up and, you know, do a spiel about, you know, like, oh, I'm feeling you're from the Midwest, uh, you know, and, and come up. With, oh, you're yeah. from Peoria. And like, oh, you know, and and. Uh, so Randy shows up and he sh- gets he he dresses as a he dresses as just like a uh, security guard and he uses a like, a radio and tu- and tunes on the he like goes through the through the um he just dials the radio until he can hear the frequency of the which UHF frequency yeah, or whatever at it is which yeah. they're, at which their his wife is broadcasting the shit right so he makes a recording of the whole thing and they invite him on to Johnny Carson and 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 they say hey you know we play and they and they basically busted this guy on Johnny Carson mm. right. Uh, and it was a good it's a good documentary. There's like a, there's a bunch of info, cool information there. But the sad part of it was that the guy that they busted kept doing it and people still believe him. Yeah. <laughs> you know what oh, I mean? wow. and people still go. And it's like people want to believe it so badly that that even it's called even, religion. Yeah. It's, yeah. One, even <laughs> if you project them, pr- present them with the objective evidence that this guy's a fraud, they'll still do it. You know, of course. It's, it's I mean, people, common. you know, I mean, you know, Joseph Campbell, people want to believe sure. that there's a design behind all of this, that there's a purpose or a meaning to it. And there's not, <laughs> you know, so just yes. get high and get your bed air conditioned. You know? <laughs> <laughs> get a hundred inch TV and wait for oblivion. You know what I mean? <laughs> but so, uh, yeah, so nothing yeah. funny there, but it's pretty interesting. It's, no, yeah, it's, it is. Yeah. 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 Jim Jones, man. Jim Jones. Oh, yeah. Was, uh, he was oh, a, my God. a faith healer. And 
And same thing, he got busted. Like that's such fucked up shit, man. Like think of like is anything more fucked up happened? Like some motherfucker talked to all these people into killing themselves, right? And it's crazy. Same, like, what was that? Seventy eight. Yeah, yeah, something like that. that. It, like, yeah. it, well, and, and it's supposedly every and I've I've read and, and listened to podcasts and watched some documentaries. Like, supposedly, like his uh, what was it called, like the People's Church or something like that. Yeah. Like before they went to Guyana, like when he was in San Francisco, like you know, by pretty wide and and almost unanimous account, it was a they were doing good work. You know what I mean? Like they were helping their community and helping people, and and he just you know it was that classic megalomania or whatever you know yeah. took over oh it sure did didn't it yeah he started uh banging all the wives and that's it yeah. you know once you yeah, they killed that, that congressman they killed a u.s congressman who was there to yeah. leo ryan yeah. yeah yeah that's fucked up i mean when you see like those those motherfuckers who like feel like oh all cut off their balls in their in their <laughs> hail bobbers ride the hail bob <laughs> yeah. the hail I mean, that was like yeah. half a dozen dudes you're like hey yeah. you can convince half a dozen dudes anything right exactly yeah i think those guys when you know if that's part of your canon like you know you're, you're looking for a reason to get to cut your nuts off you know what i mean yeah. and, 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 and so eventually lawrence applewhite just invented that like you know it's a religion we got to cut our nuts off and the, there was five other guys in the world at that moment who wanted to do likewise. And they're like, you know what? That sounds right to me. Yeah. <laughs> as long as I get to cut my nuts off, right? Yeah. I, there was a period where I started to... I, I, maybe when I talked about cults on the show, because I, I really got into it, started to read mm-hmm. and, and, and watch. Yeah, they're, in, they're fascinating. Yeah. And I every time I was like, well, how the fuck could someone fall for that? How could, fuck could someone fall for that? But then I watched the... Um, uh, a really well done documentary on Nexium, uh, which oh I, yeah yeah, and that actually when when they took you in, they started to introduce you to this. You know, it wasn't it wasn't it was more like a self improvement or like a, mm. a way of kind of maximizing life. And they were like life coaches, and I was like, yeah, I was one of those people. I was like, oh well, yeah, I could totally see that. Like that, like I could have started to. And then once you get in, like once you you're hooked, and then it's it's that. The individual well, like knows how to build Scientology. Yeah, exactly. I was just going to say, <laughs> you took the words out of my mouth, Bert. You're like, Scientology started like that. You know what I mean? It's like auditing was just uh, a way of kind of uh, uh, releasing your hangups, you know, to use like a 70s turn of phrase. <laughs> right, right. That, uh, that then L. Ron Hubbard, that nut, realized, <laughs> you know what? I can get super wealthy forcing these people to read my books and you know endlessly get audited that they have to pay us to do that you know it's crazy i told you guys i worked for a summer selling newspaper yeah. subscriptions door to door and the guy was a scientology escapee yeah. my the guy uh, you know, the, we'd show up to the the, the post gazette office every day bert we'd get on vans and they would just drive us to random neighborhoods in the city in you know community brookline or you know shady side or wherever and they would drop us off and pairs of two and they're like all right you guys are you're covering uh, greenfield avenue over to ivory boulevard you know we'll, we'll pick you up here in four hours or five hours or whatever it was and we would work each side of the street and we'd have a list of everyone on every street who already was a subscriber so we would go to all the non-subscribers houses and knock on the door so it was just me and this guy walking all summer long you know walking together and him just telling me the story wow. of how he had just walked out of the la scientology center two months earlier he was from western pennsylvania he left his wife behind 
Uh, went to a payphone, called his sister. She sent him a plane ticket, and that was his story. Got the fuck out of there. Yeah, it was it was really and he really nice guy, and he yeah. was he was scared. Like he was like you know I you know you you wouldn't mention this to anybody. I was like well, no, I, I wouldn't do it. I, you know, yeah, well he was nervous. Yeah, I know Lisa, my sister, like got a um was she i think she just inquired about it one time and they got her on a list and they fucking followed her around for like three like three different states like she mm. right and they but she was Dude, the like scientologist a, the scientologist oh wow but, so can, but can i rewind so that sounds like a good job so did you ever get laid in that job like going uh, to the, the newspaper like, yeah that, selling that, newspapers yeah. door to door that's that that's, sounds like a bit, I mean, like that's the start of my penthouse letter. Yeah. Dear penthouse, <laughs> I was in I was in Blonox today selling newspaper subscriptions door to door. I love it. Bert's it bringing us happen. back. He's like, we it got could it. happen, dude. Yeah. It totally happened. Yeah, I love cult stuff though. That I t- did we talk about this? Like the the show on um on Showtime. There's two seasons of it. There's the Waco. And then there's Waco: The Aftermath, yeah, and it's uh, it, it, really good. Yeah, it's really good. good. I mean, I, I it has for Katie and I, it, we we both have great sympathy for David Koresh now, aside for the fucking everyone's wife. But you know, if that's your kink, <laughs> that's not so far removed from Jack, and we were Jack's friends. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, so. the underage girls, that part I have it. Sure, with, sure. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. The fourteen exactly. year olds. Yeah. I agree. I agree. <laughs> think, but in some states, be, that's legal be, to marry them. Yeah, things can be bad in both directions. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it really did seem like government overreach. You know oh, yeah. what I'm saying? Definitely, definitely. So um, uh, let, let's get to some questions here since we're mm-hmm. like, uh, almost, uh, what, uh, almost an hour, an hour. already. Yeah. Wow. So uh, like I said, if you're still listening, we know you're the cool. No, they're listening. Sorry. You're the cool They kid. love us. So it was interesting is that this uh, this question had come in several weeks ago. I never... Mm. on the show and then last week we had a discussion that relates to this question and you'll know when i read it Uh-oh. to you but the, this this didn't come in in other words this writer or listener uh sent this wasn't in before, responding yeah it wasn't responding to what we what we talked about last week so here's the question you guys are always discussing how cuck is everywhere oh yeah if that's accurate i would think that bringing up porn as a topic on a first date should be okay but I was ghosted, ghosted recently after I did just that. Do you think the two things are related? <laughs> so what? So last week's question was That's eerily exactly. similar. Wasn't that the same basic question as last week? It was this like is the other over. person. What is it? This, this is the other side of the uh, game. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, the only thing... Like, Maybe. Small world. Like, this question came in a few weeks before the other mm. question. So, I... So, this I, person was talking... He was the porn talker, I'm, presuming, I'm assuming it's yes. a guy. And he was ghosted as a, as a result of that. No, what happened here? Okay, first of all... <laughs> Who the fuck knows why the date wasn't work out, right? They're never going to tell you. It's just like a job interview, right? You don't get the That's why I job. ghost. That's yeah, why I never, ghost. Thank you're you. You're never going to know why, why the hell it went south. <laughs> Thank you. But, but it's I confidential. He probably didn't talk about porn enough, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> like, we either that or like, is that all you're into? What the fuck? No, you're right, Bert. He's got to go harder on that, right? He's yeah, got to go, go fucking all in. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to believe, like, you know, if we're talking about religions and, and believing things that are illogical, Yes, believe that you know the reason she goes to you is because you you were too real, you you hit too close to home. 
<laughs> with all your porn talk. You know, and I think, and Katie, you can uh, probably affirm this, that women want to hear about guys' porn's interests right. on, on first dates. No. Right, honey? Yeah. Yeah, no, mm. they don't. There's like, a I don't watch reasons. Bukaki unless it's at least a 10 shot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, go with that. <laughs> Are you a poured hub guy or a poured tube guy? You know? Oh my God. <laughs> maybe, maybe you had bad breath. Maybe she didn't like your shoes. Maybe you're balding. I don't know. Well, There's that would be reasons. tragic. She might not have liked you. If this guy was in as far as the porn goes, <laughs> but it was his footwear, that would be huge. Boy, that would be really sad. Uh, Oxford, because this guy gross. is more likely to abandon his porn rap. Then he is abandoned his Nikes. You know what I mean? Right. He's gonna he's gonna continue with those Nikes, and they're gonna be like, oh man. He was dressed in dad core. Yeah. Oh. Oh, I was hard. I was dad core all weekend. Oh. To my own disgust. Dad core, hardcore, <laughs> hardcore dad core. That's good. That's good. So the penny loafers could have done him in, but so uh, penny loafers. Well, you, just say, you guys are yeah. always discussing how cuck is everywhere. If that's accurate, I would think that bringing up porn as a topic... Oh, okay, yeah. Well, you should have taken her to Cuckold's Family Restaurant yes. for the first day. You know, if a gal agrees to go to a Cuckold's Family Restaurant, then you're you're pretty safe. You got a green light, I would think, to, to uh, you know, talk porn. Come and if he told her that was his porn preference... I can see why, why she would, you know, I, I would go with someone. Honey, if, uh, if a guy were to try to win your interest by talking porn, is, it, I mean, it's like a continuum, right? You, you want to be, you want to talk about, like, um, dirty or aggressive enough porn so that, like, oh, this is a real man, but n not cross a line. You know yeah. what I mean? And Where is that line? Date. Where is and that line? You know what date. I mean? Yeah, yeah. That, Threesomes? I think. Yeah, you know where that line is, but it's not on a first date. Third okay. date, maybe. Okay, Fourth gotcha. Date. Third yeah. date, maybe. Has Katie, I've been thinking about you all week. I want to tell you about <laughs> Adel and how much I enjoy watching Adel. <laughs> Wait, let's, let's order appetizers first, though. Okay. <laughs> Do you ever see a look at a gal's eye when he first grabs it in there? Oh, that's magic. Okay, that that sounds awful. No, that yeah. no, no. At least, no. Bad dinner conversation. See, I, I was too far. I, I should have started with like I don't know, sloppy blowjobs or something like that. You know? <laughs> I love a sloppy blowjob. You know, I've always loved them. You know, ever since I was a kid. You know, <laughs> and I, for my, I saw my first sloppy blowjob. It was in a magazine spread, mind you, uh, but I was I just a man. I take it back. I can't see this going well. There's no okay. scenario I see this going well ever. Uh, nope. Ever. Mm. <laughs> nope. nope. Even if this person looks exactly like Harry Carey? No. Just. <laughs> yeah. Even if Katie. he had the glasses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, third date, maybe. But right. Probably not. Yeah, not. Well, not, maybe not. start by asking the gal what type of porn she likes and then you can gauge oh. what to tell what to disclose after you find out you know what i mean if she's a real you know dirty 
whore. Chivalry then you can is not dead. tell her anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Like so. a lot. Like open the door for her. Right. Let right. her say first. Like so. How would you? How would you kick that off? Like how would you get the conversation to? Well, Katie, if you had to choose, let me let's have some fun here. Uh, are you a, a Sticks or an Ario Speedwagon gal? Yeah, that'd be Sticks. Um, oh, Sticks. Okay, in, now, now I... next next question though, Katie. This is a series. This is a series. Okay, all right. Okay. All right. Keep going. Uh, okay. Uh, do you prefer uh, sloppy blowjobs or <laughs> anal? <laughs> I think you got to the porn too quick. I think you got yeah, to yeah, yeah. yeah, it's, it's, it's too fast to, of a job. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I think I think there's a fine you, binary there. Italian food or Mexican? You know? Yeah. Did, there you, did go. you go, go from if she's a real dirty whore, and then Tim <laughs> said, "Yeah, way to be like chivalrous." <laughs> <laughs> that can get really that that line of questioning go get really weird really quick. I told you about that yeah. th- that billion wicked thoughts book i read yes, about yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah 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 supposedly one of the insights from well, well there's a bunch of insights from that book but what but uh gay women watching gay male porn is is pretty it, it's it's a pretty popular pastime for a lot of straight women right i Which, saw that i looked up the reviews of that book and i was yeah. I, a lot of the stuff i saw was odd yeah it's, okay. it, it's the, Katie, uh, which I I found yes. odd, right? Any any interest in that, or any I've friends over watched... the years? Have any no. friends over the years, female friends, confided that that was something they enjoyed? No, no, not mm. that I know of. I mean, I mm. although I've never had a friend confide in me their porn preferences ever. Mm. Weird. Okay. Yeah, because that's never come porn. up in conversation. No, women I think read... I think women do, but I think we read more. Yeah. Yeah. Women watch. Women consume romance. I've said this before. But yeah. I mean, this, it's it's it's, it's they consume romance novels the way like it's fractional the the number of uh, women who watch porn. Compared well, to I'm going to go on a limb though and yeah. and say I never really discussed porn with any friends until this podcast. And you know, and, and like you know, and even then it was a pretty one sided conversation. Us kind of saying to Jack, what about this, Jack? What do you think about that, Jack? It was never like, you know what, I also enjoy a good donkey punch. You know? <laughs> <laughs> on a Saturday night, you know? Yeah, man. There's some weird shit out there for sure. There sure is. Yeah. <laughs> so okay, ask her so. first. So so here here here's here's the recap. Take her to Cuckold's Family Restaurant. Right. If she doesn't object, that's a good sign. You know, uh, you know, don't bring it up immediately. Order some appetizers first and do a little bit of like, uh, you know, do you like this band or that band? Do you like, you know, that movie or this movie? You know, that sort of thing to kind of get her in the the spirit. And then, you know, maybe say to her, you know, uh, talk to me about your porn preferences. And then if she's a little bit shy, then, you know, a little bit resident, uh, reticent uh, then you can go back into the you know blumpkin or you know whatever the case may be you know i, I can't help but alabama hot pocket oh my god oh, <laughs> no. uh, um, so on, on tammy's second my my date my second date with our second date tammy jeez um we we were at bush gardens and she Aww. did a similar yeah. round of questioning. It did not revolve around porn, but it was like, mm. you know, Pepsi or Coke, you know, McDonald's or Burger King, boxers mm. or briefs. That was about as racy as it got. But Ooh. I can't stop thinking about that now, hearing you say that and how you would approach mm. that. So, yeah, that was a long time ago, though. That was when you used to have to go. 
steal a G. Yeah, so she she kept a G rating at Hustler. Right, exactly. She kept the G rating at Bush Gardens, but then she performed like a porn star back in the sheets. Isn't that what you told me, Tim, about that day? I recall. No, that was a business meeting we were at. No, uh, no. Yeah. But wherever, there was a story after the PTA meeting, like at so so. At, oh yeah, uh, at the bar the outside of the bar after the PTA meeting or something like. that? Oh, that was after a, a lacrosse game. I think it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The, hmm. It was some school activity. That's right. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> Tammy's a little more forward with that stuff. I would. I would never share. Jesus. That. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Next yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I, I can't say that I don't respect you less because I I respect you less. You know? <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Uh, okay. We got one more question, guys. Uh, this is a good one. This is a really good one. Uh, council men and women. My older brother is dating an ugly chick, and I'm very upset. Mm. I also have a younger brother. He agrees that our brother is diluting our brand. I'm worried that the girls in our town will reclassify us sexually. Downgrade us, I mean. My brother is 29, I'm 26, and our little brother is 19. We're good-looking and fit, but now I find my confidence is shaken. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah, you know, I, I can honestly say, as the youngest of four boys... I've I've you know, stared into that abyss and thought, oh my god, is that what's waiting for me? A guy like uh, a gal like my brother, whatever his name is, is dating. Wait, it's the it's the oldest brother that's dating the ugly chick. Yeah, yes. yeah. twenty nine year old. And the middle brother is is upset because it's diluting the family brand. There's three brothers. Mm. Both uh, younger uh, brothers are upset. Yeah. 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 Are these guys from Jersey by any chance? Or where is there a uh, postmark? Yeah. yeah, where's this postmark from? Postmark. We, we've not received one letter for, in all the time. Yeah. Actually, that's not true. We did have one. Yeah. Um, it was hand delivered. But um, uh, yeah, mm. so. Th- so, so so these guys are de- these they're deep intellectual like uh yeah standing members of society here right so, okay <laughs> right, right 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 she must be oh. really ugly i mean let's face it that boys are visual creatures oh, yeah you, you know what i mean and and don't you comp- like at that at a certain age i don't know if i'd grow grown it by the, my 20s but didn't you compare like didn't you look to see who your friends were dating or banging and think Am I doing better or am I doing worse than that person? You know, didn't you, did Tim, Bert, did you guys ever make comparisons and look at, you know, friends, girlfriends and things like that and be like, damn, man, that guy's a fucking idiot. And I know he's an idiot. Yet that girl's amazing. You know? Yes. There's a reason they call it a trophy wife. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, that's true. There's a reason they call it a donkey dick. I mean, like, no, (laughs) (laughs) seriously. So women, women aren't, aren't as visually, uh, uh, you know, I guess, engaged. They, they take in more. Anyway, yes, absolutely. Yes, it's incredibly shallow. Yes, for sure. So what is this? I mean, does this girl have anything going for her? I mean, she, I mean, she, she, she must. She's yeah. probably a sweetheart. And she's, she's probably a nice girl. Nice she buys good sense of humor. Probably cooks, probably, probably swallows, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> My brother Steve dated an ugly girl that I remember. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> were you, were you <laughs> upset about that? Um, uh, yeah, at some level I was upset because, you know, he was, of all the brothers, he was the one who was seemingly the most popular socially. Like, I mean, you know, 
Gary, come on, forget about it. Paul had his day. <laughs> Paul, Paul had his moments. He had his moment in the sun. Paul was super cool in the 70s. Like, he had a, like, that was like, you know, a perfect alignment of like his personal style and like an era. Like, like he was so right for the 70s. But of course, you know, time passes, you know. But Steve, he was consistently like, girls were blowing up the phone all the time, calling the house. It was always, the phone rang, it was 99% of the time it was for Steve and it was some chick. And so when he started dating this one girl, she actually worked at the 7-Eleven at the, at the, at the, uh, at the bottom of the hill. Yeah. The bottom of the hill. Yeah. And and so like, in so many ways, Bert, in so many ways. And and so, and I had to look at her after my paper route when I'd go to pick up my burrito, you know, or whatever I was having that day. And I was just like, oh, and she'd be like, Hey, Greg, you know, tell Steve I said hi. And I was just thinking to myself. What does he see? You know? <laughs> and I thought to myself, if if Steve, if Steve has to settle for this, you know, what do, what can the future possibly hold for me? You know? And it was unsettling, you know? <laughs> oh, that was good, man. I could just imagine you looking up the counter. It's true. Yeah, yeah. I did. I was like, oh. Just give me change for a dollar. Your I want to play some. I want to play some Tron. Can you just give me change for a dollar? <laughs> oh, so yeah. So there you go. There's some specific relevance. There. But what what can he do though? What can he do? You know. Well, you have to break well, them up. Right. Yeah. Sabotage, Reverse psychology. Right? Yeah. yeah. Or maybe try to maybe some positive reinforcement. Maybe if this 26 uh, year old brother could. I don't know, either legitimately date a super hot chick or just get a, um, just pay your hottest female friend to pretend to be in a relationship with you around your brother to inspire him. You know what I mean? <laughs> to be like, oh shit, I, I you know, I, yeah, I, I had better grades than, than this, my brother. And I, you know, I, I, I was an 85 percentile on presidential fitness day and he was only an 80th percentile and look at the girl that he's dating and I'm stuck here with, you know, ugly Betty, you know, yeah. <laughs> maybe you, inspire could, him. Couldn't he and the younger brother like come up with enough money to maybe hire someone to, to co- go out with the older brother, mm. somebody good looking. I mean, she'd only have to date him till he breaks up with the other one. But I mean, that could dilute the brand further if the secret gets out, right? So yeah. they gotta fucking, mm. they gotta well, just freaking. She moves. Mm. Oh, you know what? I, I, um, you could approach her at a family event. Okay, follow me here. All right. You could the approach her girl? at a family event. Yeah, the ugly girl. Step one. Uh, yes. With your brother, with your younger brother, mm-hmm. and be like, you know, I'll use my brother's names uh, as the. The, the role here like so uh so katie did steve tell you did steve tell you what we like to do with the girls that we date the three of us you know and just like leave it vague like oh that like imply oh, no. strongly that you know what and then she's probably let's be honest she's probably going to say to herself i knew this was too good to be true <laughs> what if she, okay, I, I knew that this guy's better looking than me and, and he's only with me because he thinks that i'm ugly enough to agree to go along with whatever his sick sick fantasies his brothers oh, alluded yes, to that's good what if she's yeah. into it oh well then you know what <laughs> okay okay i'm ready for that one bert you know mister you're trying to trip me up but i'm ready for it so what I'm do you think not, about that I'm how you like me sure, now I'm just like i'm just trying to think through options here you know? so of course they're men you do it you go through with it 
<laughs> you know, but then the oldest brother has a pretense to dump her. You know, that tramp. You know, I can't. Well, I can't yeah, that's actually, that works out better because if you yeah. both bang her, they're like, you bang me and my brother. I can't yeah. go with you anymore. Right, right. <laughs> and, then, and, and then word gets around town. You know, did you hear the, the Peterson uh, brothers? They banged Ugly Betty, and then they'll be like, oh, that's why he was dating her. <laughs> Makes sense. You know? Brand saved. Ugly Betty. Oh, my God. You know? Poor Betty. That's terrible. Poor Betty. She's a great oh, personality. Yeah. So I heard. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, propos- you, know, you don't even have to really proposition her, because then if, you know, there's a chance that when you say, did, uh, did Paul tell you what we like to do with the girls that we date, you know, kind of together, there's a chance that she might freak out. And if you're at a family event, you know, demand some explanation of, of her boyfriend. And at that point, you can just be like, you know, there's, there's no bad, no bad result here. You can spin this thing a million ways. You know, then she, she freaks out. She uh. demands an explanation from your brother. And he's like, what the fuck are you guys talking about? Uh. And, you're, and, and then you just say something innocent like, we just gonna t- we're gonna take her to a Steelers game, you know. I, you know, I, I assume that she knew that, and, and then then later you can be like, bro, dude. I mean, she's a great girl, but man, she is super paranoid and jealous. You really want to be dating her, you know? Then you then that's where the you know there's a million angles. Fucking genius. Plant, see, plant. I find in life that it's often very effective to plant seeds of doubt. You know, even if there's no good reason, just plant them. You know, because then eventually you're going to be like, oh, my gosh, I'm so glad I planted that seed of doubt three years ago. Oh now, now it's going to break the surface and bloom. You know? you know, it's funny. We used to do that, right, with relationships. But now all we do is plant those seeds of doubt with fantasy baseball. That's what I, Exactly. That's what yeah. 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 Vladimir's knee, right? Um, oh God, Greg, that was brilliant. That that is yeah, uh, man. man I, I haven't you. seen that type of work thank in, you. in several several shows. That was just beautiful. No, thanks. It just came thank across. You. Thank you. Wonderful. All those options, all those routes to go, mm-hmm. everything covered. Yeah, beautiful. Have Have you guys ever, uh, Kitty? I include you in this. Have you ever put someone in the friend zone simply because they just weren't that you just could not get around their looks? Maybe they had a big oh, yeah. nose or something like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, I didn't put him in a friend zone. I put him in the ghost zone. Wait, you know, where dude, I'd be gone. Wait, holy man, you, she just talked right over Katie. Katie, what's oh, the answer there? I, no, I did, someone, I did it because someone smelled like mothballs. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not superficial. That, yeah. That's legit, you know? No, no, and I thought it was his clothes. And if it was his clothes, I could have got past it. You know, like that formaldehyde smell? Oh, yeah. Um. And I and I gave it like a full three dates, and the third date I was like, he he invited me to his place. I and I, I literally excused myself to the bathroom, and I smelled his closet. Mm. And his it wasn't his clothes; it was like it definitely his I mean, skin. Was he an alcoholic? Was it like you know those out you know people who drink yeah, a lot? They always I smell like. Mm. Yeah, I don't know, but then when I hugged him goodbye, I like kind of smelled his neck a little. It was definitely his skin. Ooh. It was mm. formaldehyde. Yeah. He was that Russian guy, right? He'd worked at Chernobyl <laughs> that summer. I'm not sure. Right, right, right. I, I'm not sure. Maybe he was like partially, you know. Definitely serial <laughs> killer. That's just, yeah, yeah, so. I don't know. Dude, I, I've no, done that a million weird. times. Like I've ghosted girls because they got in haircuts that I didn't find flattering. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and then like friends would be like, what happened to what's her face? I'd be like, you know what? She got a haircut, you know, and I, oh, did you, I don't know if you saw the haircut, but it's just 
just she doesn't look good anymore so i oh so my i God. so i moved to chicago <laughs> 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 well i guess that's extreme yeah i guess that's mm. extreme yeah for sure. well that's actually the girl that i was dating that i um i moved from ohio to colorado without telling you know, that was a contributing factor. That was the girl who oh got her God. haircut. You know, she looked much better with long, she had like long, long hair, and she looked much better. Like it framed her face uh, nicely. But then she got a really short haircut, and I was like, no thanks. Nope. <laughs> Too bad she hair doesn't her hair back. Yeah. So she, she cut off her hair, gave it to cancer patients, and got dumped. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wah, wah. Oh yeah. my gosh. Sorry, Betty. The truth is, is that she then, uh, I, I found this out years later, she, she joined the military uh, wow. and, and is now married to a gal. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> See what you did, man? You yeah. That one. Oh, man. Pushed her over the edge. Yep. She's a retired Coast Guard officer. Yeah. <laughs> That's wow. a good pension. I yeah yeah I do it I I really do enjoy Katie's dating stories too because I just feel like there's this <laughs> crazy characters of you know just weird people the like, shoe God guy. you met Greg yeah. right really seriously <laughs> seriously yeah I mean I seem relatively normal right no, well yeah. <laughs> I mean if you have diabetes and you go into like Key, uh, like whatever ketosis, ketosis or whatever yeah, you can yeah. you can smell weird but that's a really that doesn't happen very often right yeah that and that comes more from your breath this was skin yeah that's weird it well and i mean skin. it's you know it's worthy of sympathy but that doesn't mean you're gonna yeah. throw your life down on the you know uh no i'm really as, smell as sensitive. yeah <laughs> well they've been doing a lot of research lately um about uh over the last several years about scent right and attraction and that we are actually getting a bunch of information about another person through the scent. It's actually mm. literally our, it's our way the brain touches the world like directly because the, the neurons are wired directly to the brain and that you might, you probably were picking up just an incompatible. There's something about the way we make selections. Like I love how Tammy smells. I've always loved how Tammy smells, but they talk about, um, baby's heads you ever smell a baby's head mm -hmm. oh so <laughs> yeah. good yeah that it's actually what it does is it decreases testosterone in males and increases estrogen in females that smell mm. and they say because it, it produces you know men don't have a great track record men ma male mammals with offspring uh <laughs> and that this is actually a survival a thing that has developed through evolution to you know make make it more likely that baby survives uh and they can actually get in control and they they've done studies and you know ha have you ever heard like when someone waves why someone waves like where the where the whole why that started with human beings why someone waves was it i mean just based on context where you like shooting away germs or something like or that you're showing you you don't have a weapon that's the showing you don't have a weapon right oh yeah but, okay. but in reality um there's when we shake hands um, it's they do uh, thousands of studies that will smell our hands that it's actually mm. a way to communicate um, scent mm. so it's not about we don't have a weapon because I heard that or if you you know because uh, you usually don't have like a sword or something like saying hey I don't have a sword yeah. it's actually scent driven anyway I don't know how I got mm. here I don't know what the fuck we were talking about but that's that's uh, some really interesting stuff 
Well, allow me to, to offer up for our listeners a quote from Cahil Gibran. Ready? <laughs> okay. <laughs> it came to mind when you were talking about this. And your, fragrant, and your fragrance shall be my breath, and together we shall rejoice through all the seasons. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Very good. Thank you. That is beautiful. Wow. Mm-hmm. I, I want to go sniff a baby head. Cahil Gibran <laughs> also was a fan of sloppy blowjobs. Right? <laughs> oh. I mean, I mean, who isn't a fan of sloppy yeah, blowjobs? I know. <laughs> yep. Oh my god, uh, such topics. Sloppy blowjobs and baby heads. <laughs> sloppy blow, slop, sloppy blowjob. <laughs> oh man, oh man. Uh, you guys got time for one more? Or you want to? You want to close up shop? Yeah, think? we do one more. One more. Let's right. do it. Ten, ten minutes. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. we're on a roll. <laughs> what is a good? Okay, so here's the question. What's a good tip slash gratuity nowadays? My wife throws shade my way when I tip less than 20% or if I don't tip at hotels, etc. How do I know what's appropriate? Parentheses, my wife would say that she knows what's appropriate, and so I just need to listen to her. But no, that's not a good idea, obviously. So how do I know? Well, 20% is a good tip. I think 20% is a good tip. You know. Well, it depends too. One of the things I think, and I, I think this is a lot of people are. This is getting talked about a lot, right? But I really hate the fucking thing where like everybody's got an iPad now, and like somebody wants you to tip them for doing. You know, you go, you, you oh, just yeah. buy something for doing like, nothing. There's, yeah, there's no service, but it's provided at all, right? But like you In always store, tip your bartender. Yeah. yeah, you always tip your server. You always tip somebody who's actually doing something. The bellhop and the yeah, the maid. Do you guys tip the maid staff at hotels? Like leave yeah, a little I usually, use, I usually leave a ten when I leave a hotel, yeah. right? And uh, with a little smiley face. You don't tip on it. Do you do oh, I do. The, um, no. Yeah, we leave for housekeeping. Yeah. I, I, I don't. I don't do it one hundred percent of the time. I, I've forgotten, right? But I try. I yeah. tend to try to have some cash, right? And I try to tip in sure. cash too, right? So that the man don't know about it. Yeah. <laughs> right. Is, right. Yeah. The money but the man it, don't know about. But it is interesting, bro. You you have a good point because it, I it made me think about like Uber Eats. You know, Katie and I order Uber Eats a lot. Um, it in you know now when you place your order. It it doesn't just allow you to type in your own percentage tip. It has like different levels, and like and, and they attach um, a meaning, yeah, meaning to the different levels. Like fourteen percent, thanks, dude. You know, eighteen percent, you're awesome. You know, twenty one percent, my hero. You know, twenty four percent, best customer ever. You know, so it's like yeah. all right, fifty you percent. Know. I'm not giving you a blowjob. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, yeah, seventy-five percent. I'm expecting a blowjob. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> I tip on the higher side. I think you know. Yeah. I, I think I tend to tip on the higher side. Yeah, and you got to, yeah, especially when you realize that most people are. I mean, that's their basic source for of income, sure, right? And not, yeah, not yeah. what they're actually making, right? Especially wait. But like, I, I get what you're saying about that retail, Bert, because I've I've been in stores where it's like a straight up retail store, and they turn that iPad around, and it has like five percent, ten percent, fifteen percent. I'll be like, like Subway, I'm checking out of a store. <laughs> you go to Subway and you use the keypad in Subway, and they're prompting you to give a tip. Yeah, yeah. you know, it's like yeah, and I usually do. I give a small tip. 
Yeah, I give a small tip there. But, but not, they not made the a sandwich 100%. for you. I get that at some yeah. point. Yeah, but, but that never it. existed before. You never yeah, tipped your sandwich artist. Well, the thing with the iPad, too, is you don't know where that money is. that money going to management? Is that money yeah, going that's to true. everybody on the fuck yeah. it? So, like, that's why yeah. I'd rather tip cash, too, right? But right. When, when, when you have, I mean, keep a little cash on you, which is a pain in the ass, right? But uh, <laughs> it's just part of being a good human at some level. But it's definitely, like, uh, I, I'm always suspicious of the iPad thing, right? Where you don't know where the money's really going. What do you guys tip? We had a real life situation last night and I was high, so I definitely over tipped <laughs> in this situation. Um, but I've never really felt this is the one tipping scenario where I've never really known exactly what the I guess you'd say the the common standard is, is when you order takeout. So Katie and I went on a little boat cruise last night. We got back. Um, it was raining, so we thought, you know, let's just do. There's a restaurant at these docks in in Naples. Very nice restaurants. Pinchers. We'll give them a shout out. And so uh, we ordered. We decided to order takeout. We placed our order. We were waiting for them to make it, and the, we ordered the bar. The bartender brought us our food. Uh, the bill I paid with my credit card, and I ended up just kind of um, without thinking about it, tipping. 20% as I would. Oh. I know, I know. Sorry. I, I didn't want to mention it to Katie because I knew I'd be in trouble. <laughs> you know, but uh, I ended up just, just thoughtlessly, it was like, oh, 20%, you know. And then afterwards, like while I was waiting for Katie to come out of the restroom, I was like, oh, that wasn't, this is takeout. I should, I didn't need to tip 20%. What is, is there like a, a fl flat 10% or do you just give like a flat $5 for the person who packages up your meal? Because they just, the kitchen packed it up. They just carried the bag from yeah, the kitchen know, out to us. I would have given five bucks. I mean, the mental gymnastics I go through there is like the the wait, waiters or the wait staff is probably not, they're probably not making anything. They're probably making two bucks an hour, right? Mm -hmm. Our, their hourly wage is pretty much non-existent. So, uh, you know, I, over tipping is okay, but I, I agree that you don't fucking tip somebody who just does that the same way you would tip your waiter or your bartender, yeah. right? Well, that's not helping me, Bert. Yeah. I need specifics. <laughs> what would you do? Katie gave me five. Okay. Yeah, $5 for carrying a bag. 10%. 10%, whatever. You know what I mean? Because I've always wondered because, you know, uh, arguably it's a very similar amount of work, whether it's a $100 takeout bill or $40 takeout bill. Oh, my God, you know? dude. So one time we took a staff of 30 to this restaurant in D.C. and my Swedish... That my boss, who was from Sweden at the time, right? Ooh, was she on the um, Swedish bikini team back at college? Oh, no, oh. <laughs> but um, you know, he's from Europe, and Europe, Europe oh, he's a guy. hell, right? So, like, our our food, like, we had thirty people there, right? And our food came out at different times, right? And he was really pissed off about it, and he didn't fucking tip. On 30, thirty people. Oh, That's hard to bring out. People. How to put put, yeah, put out right. thirty meals and simultaneously. I, I didn't realize what was going on at the time because I would have fucking I would have spent my own money to tip on that yeah. scenario. You know what I mean? But it was like, holy shit, dude! Like, you don't get. I mean, that's like that's oh, really awful. bad, man. That's awful. I was, I was when I found out about it, I was actually pretty embarrassed, right? Yeah. I mean, it was. I mean, it, was, I mean, it wasn't my gig. He's like mm. he paid the bill, but I mean, holy shit. Yeah, that's that's yeah, that's not good. Yeah. So well, thirty people I typically load the, the tip in, don't they? Like. Yeah, yeah, usually part is a six or more. Yeah, yeah I think he freaking argued about it. I mm. think he, uh, but, oh, boy. Uh, yeah. yeah, not good shit, man. So $5, regardless of bill total. 10%, I hear from Bert. Tim, what's your opinion? I'm trying to I'm, I'm trying to learn something here, guys, for once. It's it's funny because I, <laughs> I've, been, I've been thinking about this, right? And I'm like, okay. Mm -hmm. um, 
there's kind of a game theory to tipping too, right? Because in my mm-hmm. opinion, I do think that I would tip more based on better service. Um, and I, and I act, I actively do that. And, uh, because if someone's just like expecting a tip and not doing shit and then someone else is busting their ass, I want to make sure that busting the ass person gets, gets, you know, um, but then I also realize when I go to a bar, my first tip to the bartender is always big. Because I want them to right. be responsive. Yeah. Right. Yeah. There's yeah. utility in that for you, though. Right. But specifically, yeah. this: if you go to the bar, order takeout, you're just standing there waiting for it. The bartender goes to the kitchen and carries out the bag that the kitchen has packed up, Couple hands bucks. it to you. Twenty percent of the of the total no, check, or I like was $5. wrong. I know I yeah. was wrong. Listen to Katie; she's never going to let me forget this. I, I'm not. You know, <laughs> I am not. I acknowledge that twenty percent no, was a mistake. I, I, I was wrong. Okay. I was wrong. <laughs> I will never bring it up again. I okay. So five dollars from Katie. Ten percent. I say five dollars was enough. Bert says, Bert says ten percent. I mean, what? Oh, thanks a lot. Literally, that person take a position for once. Hold on, I just need to. So literally, that person just did they punch your order in? Yeah, they, they took put our my order, order in the computer, and then and they then carried they, it back from the kitchen. Yeah. In a yeah. So do you yeah. tip at up. McDonald's? No. Well, then what? Why would you tip that? Well, well, because time. McDonald's workers, to Bert's earlier point, are making presumably minimum wage or better, whereas the bartender is still making two bucks an hour. Yeah. So I, I like Katie's and Bert's range five five dollars on the low end to ten percent, depending on the on the price point. I, I have had the same conundrum with pizza delivery people. I will admit, you know, uh, now it's all done automated, so it's easy. But I never knew if I should just hand them a five or if that wasn't enough. Bert, you were a pizza guy. What was it? Five bucks. This, yeah, I mean, that was bucks, right? forty years ago, whatever. Ten thirty years ago, right? Yeah. Whatever. I mean, we. I mean, you're, that's all you're making. You're making mostly ca- mostly cash tips at that point, yeah. right? But yeah, I, but I think to to me, the more important thing to do is tip cash. In fact, what it, a lot of times what I do is I'll put like some lame two dollar tip on the freaking on on my credit card and then mm-hmm. give the rest cash. That way, like. There's some deniability there. You know I mean? Yeah, exactly. You know, so like they have a, oh yeah, I got a shitty tip from this motherfucker. Wow. But, they, but we know, you know what I'm saying? Well, you're very thoughtful. I love it. You know? yeah. I love it. Yeah. Fun. That's very nice. Stick it to the man, right? They don't need yeah, that. Yeah, need very this. thoughtful. Not surprised. And I deal with Uber sweetheart. drivers all the time too, right? So, so you know, they, they that's why that's why I have my 4.97 Uber rating. Mm. Nice, <laughs> nice. I thought it was just your charming personality. I didn't have to. Buy yeah, that speaking rating. of ratings, despite, despite my charming, personality. <laughs> <laughs> guys, we are up to 743 ratings on on uh, Apple Podcast, and for the longest time, for the longest time, 100 ratings, 300 ratings, 500 ratings. We were at 4.9, you know, doing no small part to Bert's uh, bad Four. rating. Of the US. Yeah. But, but I thought, oh my God, how many five ratings do we need to get to round up to five? And we're there because right now we're an average of five stars. Yay! Holy shit. That's shit. awesome. I mean, that's, that's, I mean that, thanks to our listeners. I mean, but that is pretty remarkable that, you know, most podcasts don't get that many ratings and we have over 700. And it's we're averaging five stars. It's fantastic. That's so oh, awesome. So what, what Yay, download thank number you. Are we hit? Do we are we about to hit Tim like something? One hundred thousand downloads. That's another three hundred. It is amazing. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, we'll hit it this week for sure. One hundred thousand. Uh, <laughs> yes. So yeah, that's exciting. Yeah, cool. Good stuff. 
Yeah. Would you say, Greg, it's uh, Beaver Stadium, right? If you, you just yeah. imagine. Well, Beaver download. Stadium holds like 111,000 people. So a packed Beaver Stadium. We're, we're, so a download we're approaching that. Minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's, that's so cool. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Well, Do you guys have any uh, Memorial Day plans coming up? Because we won't uh, speak again until next Memorial Day. Oh, shit. It's Memorial Day. Yeah, I'll be up in New England. I'm going up to. Oh, Australia. really? We're, we're, still, yeah. we're still recording now, right? Awesome. Yeah, we come back yep. on Sunday. All right. Okay. I have uh, Gary and his family, Bert, coming in, and oh, my sister awesome. Linda and her husband, and Car- and Carly's flying in too. So it'll be a big be so crow fun. weekend. Yeah. You guys have room for all everybody that's staying there. No, staying Gary's running an. Uh, Gary's a baller. Like you know, he's running a uh, an Airbnb, Airbnb, Airbnb home in Lauderdale by the sea, like right in the on middle, the beach. on the beach. All the restaurants, a really cool part of town. The the house comes with a six person golf cart rental. <laughs> you know, so he. <laughs> He's a baller. So cool. <laughs> you know, man, yeah. Whenever I go, I go to Pittsburgh. I, I always get an Airbnb. Why not? You know what I mean? Yeah, of course. Not that expensive. You can get you can get cool places, right? I'm yeah. staying above uh, Porky's Bar in Blonox. <laughs> <laughs> Big Mike's done it, Etna. Yeah, I love it. All the inside jokes for the Yinzers. Uh, for the Yinzers, yeah, I mean, right. it sounds funny yeah, when you say it, but I'm shit. like, these are actual places, Katie. Like real. Places. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Uh, Sadly. <laughs> Sadly, come on. Do you you got to know about your shitty neighborhoods in Boston? Oh, you? totally. That what was weird is when when we went to England, all the the, the towns in New England were all named after the towns in England. Same yeah, name. It was, yeah, and that, we say it the right way too. It's not Gloucester; it's Boston. Mm. So yeah, nice. Yeah. Oh, with Tim's cute little accent. <laughs> I think you know maybe as a New Year's resolution, Tim, you should consciously. And maybe I'll do the same thing, like consciously embrace the accent of your heritage, like cultivate your ability to sound like that. And I'll try to become more, you know, I can go into a Yinzer mode for fun, but, but I should, I want to make, maybe I want to make that part of my everyday. Uh, you know. I think that'd be wicked pissing. That uh, yeah. was, uh, I, when I left New England, my friends were like, you're never going to lose this accent. Like it was really thick and it, it's gone. Everyone else yeah. in my family, I don't know what happened. Now, if I have some couple I, of drinks, it'll. I can pick out <laughs> words that Greg says that are that are yin. Yeah, it, every it, once in a while, little, yeah, it, yeah, once in a while, a little stuff, and I'll do. I'll pick it on myself too. Pick it yeah. on myself too. But but it's subtle. It's subtle for yeah. Bert and I, and Katie only picks up on it because her parents are both from mm. Pittsburgh, you know, and so it's she hears, there. and her aunt still lives up there, and so there's certain words that I say. Um, that are just you can't say hungry like the oh uh, yeah i can't say wolf i say woof for some reason <laughs> <laughs> that, that's like the that's the one that i actually i actually do say that as part of my my normal vocabulary for some reason i woof i i that's what i hear when i think of that animal werewolves of london you know that's what i think of woof that dog not looks wolf. like a wolf. Not wolf. How do you say wolf? Sounds wolf. unnatural to me. How do you say drawer? Like a drawer. Your drawer. Drawer. How do you say garage, Tim? Garage. Garage. Yeah. Garage. Garage. Yeah. So. Yeah. New Englanders. It's, we, they, we put ours where they shouldn't be, and we lose ours where they're not. It's just it's messy. chowder. Chowder. Do you ever the Eastern Pennsylvania dudes always put a T on the end of uh, across? Yeah. It's across. Yeah, across. Yeah, across. That's use. The, yeah. They don't say yins. They say use. use. In Philadelphia. Use guys. That's they use guys. Kind of a Jersey thing too, right? Use guys. Yeah, well, Jersey, Philly. Right, right. It's right. all one big t- 
terrible melange. And then there's yeah. different things. Like, is it Coke, Pepsi, or Pop? What are you guys saying? Pittsburgh. Well, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh growing up, yeah. it was all pop. pop yeah. It was yeah. all pop. But then I went to Penn State, and that's where I decided I'm going to lose this accent. <laughs> like, I made a conscious decision to lose this accent, you know, because I was saying pop, and it just didn't sound, soda sounded better to me. I had to admit soda. it. Like, and then I, we were, you know, talking about what movies to rent at Blockbuster, and I was like, hey, why don't we rent that movie, you know, that Sean Penn movie, uh, Robert uh, Duvall, that gang movie, Keller's. And they were like, what? I, what were you saying? Colors? And I was like, yeah, Kellers. I used to say Kellers instead of Colors. And they were like, they all laughed. Everyone laughed. And I was like, all right, I'm losing this accent. You're saying Kellers. No, Kellers. What is he saying? K E L L E R S. That's how I pronounced Colors. Colors. Yeah. Colors. Kellers. What color is that? What color is that? Tell us. I, I might have a little bit of it when I come back because uh, I'll be yeah. I'll be with my cousins and stuff. So yeah, I'll, I'll try to I'll try to bring a little bit back for you guys. It's nice, fun. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, happy birthday, Katie, the birthday girl Thank today. You. Yes. Almost over. Boohoo. Thirty nine again. <laughs> Maybe you'll get it right this time, and they'll let you go to forty. Still no? holding. Okay. Yeah. No. Right. Can I interject him? <laughs> Maybe a fun sociological experiment for the benefit of our listeners would be. When you go to this family event this weekend, just bring up porn. Like, bring up your interest yeah, right. in porn. <laughs> See, gauge the reaction of the family. Uh, uh, I, I start with what their favorite song or band is. Yeah, first. yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then, and then work, in a, work in a cuckold or bacon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, a lot of them listen to the show, so that's that wouldn't be okay. as shocking as uh, they, they probably. Well, I know your them. sister's name, so uh, you know, I could. I don't want to say her name here, but my sister Lori. Yeah, Lori. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Lori. You know, normalize it so that Tim can bring up his. You know, let the family know Tim would like to talk about his porn interest. He's a little bit bashful about it, but I, I assured him that we'd all be supportive. And you know, Lori, that's what I need you to do, so that Tim can have the attention that he deserves to talk about. His porn preference. So we got uh, my my cousin Timothy Michael. He's a big fan. Mm. Uh, my cousin Stacy's a big fan. My aunt Penny nice. listens, which is horrifying to me to know. You do a lot of good work on this, Tim. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this yeah. is not easy, right? Uh, which is horrifying. Oh my god, my godmother. <laughs> yes, I just uh, I can't look her in the eye for a day when I'm there. Like, oh. do any of Tammy's relatives listen to the show? I uh, I think her brother Brian does. Ah, oh, nice. Uh, I don't know if. If her sister does, um, but not so much. No, my family's just okay. weird. They and they enjoy it. I mean, I love them. I mean, I. I mean, you know, of course. Ob- hey, what do you mean? They're not weird. Like chip off the old block. Yeah. yeah, there's hundreds of thousands of people who enjoy our show. What's in Tim's call, in thirty countries? You know, weird. it's kind of, thirty countries. It's kind of weird because, like, well, I don't know a little about me. Uh, this was my mother's side of the family, and then. My when my mom passed away when I was six, so mm. then my dad was trying to raise us, wasn't doing a good job, married somebody else, and then they took us away from my mom's family. So mm. I didn't see my mom's family for twenty years. Wow! wow. And so, oh and in that time, I married Miles Bennett, like, and so we went back for a family reunion, and you know, and Tammy never really like she never said it out loud but she didn't really like my family on the other side and then she mm. got to see my mom and she's like oh you make sense to me now like i totally get it so 
Oh. It is very Braveheart. Yeah. <laughs> is that what is that a Braveheart? Uh... Yeah. yeah, Braveheart left town when his dad and his brother were killed. <laughs> his uncle took him and off they went. And he showed back up to you know to bang a local piece of ass, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that he'd been thinking about. I know? have no idea. That was the uh, Braveheart yeah. origin story. Yes. Uh, uh, yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Well, anyway, I shared way <laughs> too much there. That's unusual for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's way at well, the end. So feels good. Feels good though, doesn't it? Though. Yeah. Like it, it's yeah. like it feels good to share the things that you're interested in. Yeah. Well, yeah. It, it used to be when I used to edit it, it was fine because I would just take out anything I didn't like. But now, yeah, I any incriminating things. You know, yeah. I, I don't do that anymore. I I don't think it's fair. Very egalitarian of you. Wow. You 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 would apply that level of moral moral yeah. turpitude. Thought, yeah, thought to that. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. That's a bit of a window. That's it. It's it's well. I mean, you guys are out there on the wire without a net, so I mean, yep. just, yeah. Yeah, Bert doesn't even have a bleep left. He does not have a bleep left. <laughs> yeah. He does not have a bleep and bleep left. He burnt it <laughs> first quarter of this year. So not I'm not out my kid. I mean, that's pretty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm such an easy grader. I would totally do that for you. I don't ever want anybody to ever feel there. There was some shit that we took out. Greg, Jack, and I. This was pre Katie. That we just had to take out. Like, there's a couple of things. I still can't even talk about it now. But some things that Jack said that we, we were just like, uh, we dude, we cannot. Well, like, that's getting blamed. Like his oh, that's getting blamed. Like it was Greg. Greg's, no. Greg's just sitting there smiling. He totally knows. It was. It was. And, and even. And then there were a couple of days later, Jack's like, uh, "Did hey, could you uh, you know take that out or whatever?" Um, yeah. I don't think Greg. Greg's pretty. Greg, I don't even ever remember you saying to take out anything. No, no, not that I can remember. I mean, maybe um, I don't remember. Yeah, if, if I use somebody's last name or something like that, nothing. It was never because I was embarrassed of something that yeah, I said. That's what, yeah, yeah. like you just—it's always been good. It's been a great strength of yours. Katie's mm. never asked, not once. Nope. So, yeah, it takes a lot to embarrass. I still got bleeps. Yeah. <laughs> you still got bleeps. You want to sell them? There's a market in them right now. Yeah. Right? There you go. <laughs> Black market bleeps. No, and Bert, you just you came on and you were just instantly like, yeah, okay, whatever, you know. So it's awesome. You guys are awesome. Yeah. All right. All right, guys. Thank you, yeah. everybody. Love you guys. Love you guys. Hang on. Bye. Don't Bye. Have a good week. No, don't hang up. Oh, no, 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 no. It's got to complete.